The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by that damn barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant. In America, it is Tuesday, the best day of the week, November the 16th, four minutes past the top of the hour. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, live here from the Low T Center studio. Our telephone number is 865-255-03. That is to the Iris Network's hotline. You can use the free Swain Event app if you already have the app, the development team. Is working on all you new Apple phone users out there. Uh, working on getting the app uh, where it belongs and should be. Should have been the whole entire time. Um, but, hey, things happen, and so we are addressing that. Um, but you can download that free app on Android right now. It's available. Uh, Apple, we are working on getting that back up apple do things on their own uh, if you have the app you can correspond with the show use the text box give us a call at any moment it is open for you ben mckee good morning sir good morning jason swing how are you man i'm 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 good man i am good we're getting some we're getting some good football this week across across the country man Good football inside of the SEC, outside of the SEC. Another good weekend of NFL football. Just enjoying it, my friend. Basketball is being played. This is one of the best times of the year. We get the mix over, the crossover from basketball to football. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Them Bulls looking good, man. <laughs> you going to jump back on the bandwagon? Nah, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to cheer from a – from afar, I'm 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 good, man. I don't need no NBA team. I'm well, all if, right. If if you're cheering from afar, that is jumping back on the bandwagon. No, no, I ain't, if, you know. if you weren't back on the bandwagon, you wouldn't even no. be cheering from afar. No, I ain't or, or be... mentioned them on the show, and this is like the third time you've mentioned them on the show since the start of the season. So sounds to me like you are back on the bandwagon. No, 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 no. I don't keep up with them as much. I just saw them on Sports Center this morning, putting in work on the Lakers, looking good. Uh, it's about time, you know, but. I'm just I'm just messing around. No, 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 no. Um, but I am on the Cedric Tillman bandwagon, though. That's for sure. Because that boy has been balling in the big games. And you know who, who he reminds me of? Jawan Jennings. Jawan the Dog Jennings. Jawan the Dog Jennings. And it's amazing to kind of, uh, we haven't even talked about that at all. But it's amazing how when you have a good player or a group of players who are older and they do things a certain way, how he can rub off on some of the younger players. And then you get the cycle that's going. And that's what happened for years and years and years in Tennessee with the wide receivers. And that's why wide receiver you uh, was formed, not just because of the success of the NFL, but the style of play here at Tennessee. But that torch was passed on from class to class. And it looks like that 
torturous path from Jawan Jennings to Cedric Tillman of just how to play the game. Personality-wise, they're different. But how they play the game in between the white lines, a lot of similarities. A lot of similarities. And, Ben, you are remembered by what you do in big games. Like Tyler Bray and company, they put up some big yards. They really did. But I'm sorry, I don't really remember the Cincinnati's, the Akron's. I don't even know who played Akron, but those teams like that. Their their signature wins off the top of my head, unless I'm forgetting somebody, was NC State and the, the Cincinnati. Yep. The Bearcats and the Wolfpack, those were their best wins. Yeah, and performances, like I don't remember performances against the lackluster teams. I do remember the performances against good teams. Mm -hmm. That's how you are remembered here at Tennessee. South Carolina, Georgia, they had some nice offensive performances. The defense let them down. but Cedric Tillman against four ranked opponents. Two opponents in the top five, Alabama and Georgia. One of those opponents was the number one team in the country, is the number one team in the country, with the number one defense in the country. In these four games, Cedric Tillman, 30 receptions, 515 yards, four touchdowns. On the year, he has 725 yards. So, 71% of his yards have been against the best teams on this schedule. The four ranked opponents. Is that good? That's what you want to do, man. That's what you want to do. And if you are a young player and you know you're faster, you know you're quicker, Physically, you need to be following Cedric Tillman around like a little lost puppy to try to gather as much knowledge as you can from him, to gather as much information as you can from him. Why why do you do this when you do that? Asking questions. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to copy the right cat. Everyone's a copycat. But you're supposed to copy the right cat. Cedric Tillman is the right cat to copy if you are a young receiver. Whether you go or stay, it don't matter. You better learn why you can from Cedric Tillman because this dude is is not supposed to be doing what he's doing. Two-star players without any offers in the SEC until the last minute is not supposed to be doing this to the SEC. That's not supposed to. But Cedric Tillman is doing... What he knew he could do. It doesn't matter what the recruiting rankings say. It doesn't matter what the recruiting experts say. It's about what you say about yourself and the work that you put in. And now all you need is a quarterback that believes in you. The thing about playing wide receiver, Ben, you got to have other things in place for you to shine. You better have an offense that believes in throwing the football. You better have an offensive line that protects the quarterback. And you better have a quarterback that can deliver you the football and trust you to throw the football. 
to you. So Tillman has everything going. He's he is now one of the best receivers in the SEC. He passes the eye test in that regard. His numbers are now backing it up. And what I mean by that is that entering the Georgia game, he was he was in the top fifteen for all the major statistics in the SEC. But after after Saturday's performance, he's moved up to ninth in catches, tied for ninth uh, with forty six. In terms of yards, he has moved up to fifth in the SEC with 725 yards on the season. His six touchdowns are tied for seventh on the season. His receptions per game are tenth with 4.6. His yards per game are sixth in the SEC, 72.5 yards per game. And his 15.76 yards per catch is seventh best in the SEC. So there are several good SEC receivers this year. Makai Polk at Mississippi State, Wondell Robinson at Kentucky, John Mechie, Jamison Williams at at Alabama, Traylon Burks at Arkansas. Uh, You've got a couple of other Mississippi State receivers up there because of the air raid, Uh, Jaquavius Marks, Dylan Johnson. Uh, And you have the Ole Miss receivers as well, Dontario Drummond, and then the other one that's name is slipping my mind that they got hurt a couple of, of weeks ago. Uh, LSU's Kayshawn Boutte got hurt early in the year. Uh, but Cedric Tillman is up there with, with, with anybody in terms of production right now. And it's, it, it's really cool to see. He, he's an awesome story. And I, I can tell that he's getting annoyed by his story. He, he's getting tired of people asking him about it because, like you said, he, he's not supposed to be doing what he is doing because of what he was Coming out of high school, he was on the verge of going and walking on at USC out of Bishop Gorman there in Las Vegas. Instead, he he signs with Tennessee and with, I, I, without a visit. Yes, without a visit, and <laughs> and that story is all fun for us. But I I I know that it's uh, getting on on Tillman's last nerve, being asked about it repeatedly, which is which is a good sign. Like you you want him to feel that way, and you want him to always feel like this is what he should have been doing all along. And I, I'm excited to see him continue to grow. I'm, I'm sure he'll he'll reach out and receive feedback from the NFL over the next couple of months after the season is over, but he, he can come back and, and make a whole lot of money next year. Hawaii was his offer along with UNLV. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it, according to Rivals. Um, I think for him, he needs to explore. He needs to ask questions. He needs to get feedback. He needs to keep his eyes on what Henry Hooker's doing. Because Henry Hooker trusted him, and, and their relationship is a big reason why he's doing what he's doing. Do I think he should go this year? I don't. But I'm not him. He's put himself in a position to make that decision, to go through this process, to ask those questions, to get feedback. He's played himself into an opportunity to play at the next level. Um, Just like Jawan, I think straight on speed is something that he's going to have to answer with his 40. 
He's a four-seven four guy. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to get faster. Six-two, two hundred pounds. That's not big enough to be running a four-seven. So he's gonna have to answer those questions about his speed. Um, and he can always get faster coming back and working on those things. And you know, this summer, going to a speed clinic or working with the track team. Just, I mean, there's there's things that he can do to work on that with his running form and. I, I think he can use that extra year. But I don't know his situation. And your quarterback that you developed this bond with that's helped you get to this point, if he goes, then I will understand. I totally get it. So you got Cedric Tillman that is playing right now at a level that can um, – get the attention of, of NFL scouts. Uh, you look at Tyon Evans, you look at him play, and he hasn't been healthy in forever. But, you know, he's a father. We know his situation. He's battled injuries. Um, I think for both of those guys, they should they should stay. And because of NIL, they should be comfortable next year. I think for Hendon Hooker, he should be very, very comfortable next year because the NIL allows – guys to be able to make money off their name, image, and likeness with the excitement uh, with, within the program and the positive outlook that this program and the people around this program have, there's no reason why these guys should not be able to live pretty comfortable as seniors or f- college football players while preparing and training and mentally getting ready for for the next level but taking advantage of another year in college. Some guys, like they don't have a choice, they have to leave. And then they put themselves in a terrible situation, not getting drafted, not being ready, and the NIL allows these guys to, all right, folks need some, home, need some money back home? All right, well, we, you can do that. And then you can develop what you need to do to be ready for the NFL when the NFL calls. So this is a good problem to have if you're Tennessee, and this is the way it used to be. This is the way it used to be. It's the way it's supposed to be with guys making decisions. We want guys making decisions on where they want to go or stay. Yes. Like That's the way it's supposed to be around here. Yep, and it'll, it'll shape next season. That is for sure, especially if, if Hendon decides to return, decides to leave. That that is going to, in my opinion, and this is for a more in depth off season conversation. But Hooker returning versus not returning is, uh, I mean, it, it really swings the pendulum in terms of expectations for next year. In in my opinion, just off off the top of my head, uh, thinking about next season because you, you return a good chunk of the offensive line. Theoretically, everybody but Cade. Uh, I think Tyon returning is is fifty fifty at, at this point. I I can see him staying. I can see him not being here next year. I just I I don't know with Tyon. Quite frankly, I, I I lean towards Tillman and and Hooker being back, but I I I don't lean one way or the other with with Tyon. I'm I'm interested to see that one play out. But he, even if Tyon doesn't return. I mean, you should still have a good stable of, of backs with Jabari Small, and then maybe you go get somebody in, in the portal 
Uh, Jalen Wright, he, he's looked good when he's gotten in there the last two games. Needs to improve in pass pro, but in terms of him running the football, I've liked what I've seen the last two weeks, and I, I would expect for him to make a jump from his freshman to sophomore year. Obviously, the portal is available, and it seems like there's always running backs <laughs> available uh, in in the portal to go out and go get. So even if Tyon leaves, I, I think that you, you can find somebody to, to replace him to pair with Jabari Small once again, and you'll still have Hidden Hooker to run the ball, assuming that he returns. So you, you look at that potential running game next season, with with Tillman out on the perimeter and Hooker returning, I I, I think it is a big step for for next season's expectations. But if he doesn't return, then you're looking at a brand new quarterback paired with potentially a, a new running back combo. And even with Tillman returning, I mean Javante Payton, Valus, they're going to be gone. As of today, I don't feel good about the young guys behind the veterans being relied upon for next season. You're going to have to address that in the portal as well, in my opinion. So I, I think Hooker returning really swings the expectations for next season. Uh, John Kalen, text box says, if Tyon leaves, could we go get Zach Evans from TCU? Uh, I mean, I, it don't matter if somebody leaves or not. That should be what Tennessee uh, should be doing if they feel like that Zach Evans is good. But um, I'll be surprised if, if you know that happens. Um, ATL VFL says if Hooker leaves, we should, we would get a great transfer based on this year. You would hope, but I don't know if that's a guarantee there. ATL VFL count says Tyon is gone. Chip Payne says is Tyon shutting down, shutting it down for the NFL draft. He should be shutting it down because he ain't healthy. Well, my thing is, don't shut it down, and then be dancing all over the place on the sideline, looking like you're fine and and not being a boot. There's been a lot of guys with ankle injuries this year and not in a boot, and it, it baffles me. Yeah. I know I'm not a doctor. Honest. It seems like if, you, if, if you're battling a severe ankle injury, you, you, you wouldn't need to be in Jordans on the sideline dancing around. Yeah, that's not a, that's not the, that's not a player um, issue. That is a, that is a training room question that I have because remember when, when Cooper Mays had his ankle um, problems and – Every time I saw Cooper, he did not have a boot on. And I remember when we had guys hurt, especially ankles, like you were in a boot to prevent any further damage. And you can, you can, like, you can damage your ankle while you're hurt just walking from class. And so you're just taking off that, that wear and tear and that pressure. So I don't really understand from a um, program standpoint why we don't have guys in boots if they have an ankle injury. So that started – weeks and weeks ago but you know I can't blame Tyon for you know being excited and the crowd getting into it and music making you dance I mean if you ain't told to wear a boot then hey you don't wear one um yeah but Tyon needs to needs to be healthy and and whether he is air quotes shutting it down for the NFL or just resting he needs to rest because the last time saw him play just was uh, two weeks ago he couldn't finish because he was limping. So he needs to rest, period. Um, Andy Mizuno says no one in the SEC wants to see Hooker, Tillman, and Evans next year. No. That would be that would be a, a problem. That would be a three-headed monster right there. Um, better prospect between... 
Bayless or Tillman. Mm. Today, right now, NFL prospect? That's a good question. I see pros and cons, actually, both of them. And it depends on what system he goes into, to be honest. Ben, you rub it off on me because I'm going doing percentages, doing homework. Yeah, because today's the first day I decided to do homework. <laughs> today's the first day you've ever decided to give percentages. <laughs> yeah, today's the first day I ever did homework. <laughs> uh, Vol fan got some out of girls. We'll, we'll, we'll have that coming up here soon. Um, Pruitt should give some credit for Tillman. Um, no. <laughs> what did Pruitt do besides say, man, we can't get any other recruit to sign here? We tried all these four- and five-star guys <laughs> that are going to USC. So here, here's a, here's a scholarship because we don't have anybody else. Yeah, here's a scholarship because he sure didn't develop them. He didn't, I mean, what does Pruitt get credit for? What does Pruitt get credit for? Tillman has been his best version of itself that proves not here anymore. And I know for a fact in talking to a receiver on Tennessee's recruiting board that Tillman was talking to this receiver prospect about the new staff and what Tillman loves most about the new staff according to this recruit is that they give the receivers opportunities because he felt like under the last staff he did not get a fair shake. Or get any opportunities. 865-255-03. Be right back. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com. Hi there, Swain Event family. Are you in the market to purchase a home and a bit freaked out with the market right now? As someone who's been in your spot before, I'm familiar with what's going through your brain. And as a realtor, I've mastered the ins and outs of the buying process. When you work with me, you'll benefit from my experience, and together we'll work toward making sound, smart decisions for your future. And of course, talk a little Vol Sports along the way. Just give me a call, Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. 
JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup, or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill. Or call 865-693-5400. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knox Hill for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you, so you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. Dot com.
At Iris Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Iris Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work from anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home. Next time for around the SEC, 865-255-03 is the telephone number, Irish Network's hotline. Hour number one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. All right, Ben, give us that good, good for around the SEC. Want to mention some basketball scores from the last couple of days. Uh-oh. We talked about football scores. Yesterday from over the weekend, wanted to touch on some SEC basketball scores as well. There were several games over the weekend. Uh, a lot of games Friday night, three on Saturday, five on Sunday, and had a couple last night. I'll, I'll just hit the highlights from over the, the weekend. Uh, on Friday night, Kentucky, Ole Miss, Bama, Auburn, LSU, and A&M all took care of business. But A&M, it took A&M two overtimes to beat Abilene Christian, 81-80 to in double overtime. Uh, Auburn, Bama, and Kentucky, they, they had some close games on Friday night, but were able to pull away in all of them. Princeton did beat Frank Martin in South Carolina on Friday night, so Frank Martin already off to doing Frank Martin things. On Saturday, Georgia lost to Cincinnati, and that's a Cincinnati team that lost everybody after the coach got fired because he was – Harassing folks. Uh, Wait, the coach. The coach got fired. I thought he got suspended. I thought he got fired. No, he got suspended. He got suspended because he didn't handle right. What was that Louisville? No, that's Cincinnati. You're thinking the right one. I just thought he got uh, fired. I think there was drama at Louisville and Cincinnati. Uh, in the Louisville drama with the, the football coach, though, uh, the guy who came from App State. I, <sighs> I get I get Louisville and Cincinnati sometimes mixed up. But there was the the head coach um, was suspended for a game because he was being extorted by the assistant coach who used to work for ESPN, uh, Dino. And the way he's being extorted, the head coach did not report it the right way. So he got suspended for like the first game or two or three, something like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about Louisville, but uh, Wes Miller is the coach at Cincinnati. So it was Louisville then. So and Cincinnati he's in his first season. So Cincinnati and Louisville had some drama with their basketball program. I know Cincinnati did. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That and makes sense. Louisville had some drama with his football program as well. So that's why I'm kind of bloody. Yeah. We need our guy, uh, our buddy in Louisville, who calls in from time to David in Louisville to 
let us know on the text box so we can clear clear that up. But Cincinnati, not a good basketball team that Georgia lost to because Cincinnati lost so many players uh, from from the scandal last season. On Sunday, how about the Florida Gators upsetting Florida State 71-255? That is not very Mike White-like. That's a tongue twister. Mike White-like for him to, to go out and beat a top 25 team. But uh, they did. They did so. Uh, South Carolina bounced back with a win over Western Kentucky, 75-64 to on Sunday. And then last night, LSU, despite struggling with Liberty in the first half, did pull away for a 74-58 to win. But the headline of SEC's basketball last night was that Missouri lost to UMKC, hmm? which is the University of Missouri Kansas City. They lost to the equivalent of UT Martin, UTC, somebody of that nature. Mm. So not a not a great start for Conzo. And they didn't just lose either. They lost by double digits. They oh, lost yeah. by 14. Yeah, 80 to 66. Oof. Yeah, so so not great. The last thing I've got for you in terms of SEC basketball, and this is an early attaboy. The men's basketball players of the week were announced yesterday. The yes, SEC sir. player of the week was Florida's Colin Castleton, but the freshman of the week was Tennessee freshman guard Kennedy Chandler, who averaged 18 points, five assists, and three rebounds in the wins over UT Martin and ETSU. He shot 68.4% from the field in those two games. Stupid. And 85.7% from three. Stupid. And obviously that is a very small sample size. Still. Six of seven, but still. Still. Six of seven to start your college career from three is is pretty incredible. So big shouts out to Kennedy Chandler. If you add in the exhibition, it's like 10 for 11. Yes. He is <laughs> in fuego yeah. right now. And hopefully that will carry over to this weekend because Tennessee plays number five Villanova on Saturday. And then they're also paired in this little tournament with North Carolina and Purdue. That is the second game on Saturday. So depending on how Tennessee fares against Villanova and how the the second game between Purdue and North Carolina goes, they'll then play Purdue or North Carolina on Sunday. And Villanova is number five in the country. Purdue is number six. And North Carolina is 18. So Carolina 2-0. Apparently they struggled with a college named Brown to start the season. And and they uh, are now 2-0, but still they struggled with an opponent, Tennessee 2-0. They climbed up one spot to 17 in the AP poll. Uh, Villanova lost to UCLA on Friday night, fell to number five, and produced 2-0 is number six. So big test this weekend for Tennessee basketball, and hopefully Kennedy Chandler can continue to to let it rain from three. Yeah, those preseason rankings, man, doesn't mean don't mean anything right now no. in basketball. So um, this is a good test for everybody. And, and even if you take a loss, it's okay to take it early so you can fix the other problems that you have and go into conference play, playing, hopefully playing your best basketball, uh, in February, when it matters the most, uh, Chris Mack at, L- at Louisville is a coach there that was suspended for the first six games by Louisville because of that extortion case with Dino Gaudio, who was at one point ESPN analyst. Yes, uh, and so um, 
that was with Louisville basketball program. So just yeah, that was that, and was, then that was Scott crazy. Satterfield has had some issues there uh, as the head coach at Louisville as well. Something's always always happening with Louisville athletics, and hmm. like I know Tennessee. Tennessee can't talk too much, but they can talk in in this regard. We haven't had the type of situations that they've dealt with. Yeah, you got you got Rick Pitino, you got the 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 founder of Papa John's at one point, um, and then you had Rick Pitino. Just it's a, it's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Real quick, want to mention the SEC football players of the week. Uh, Will Rogers, quarterback at Mississippi State, was the Offensive Player of the Week. We talked about him yesterday a little bit. 44 of 55, 415 yards and a school record, six touchdowns with no interceptions. He was terrific in the win over Auburn. Channing Tindall, linebacker from Georgia, was the Defensive Player of the Week. Uh, Cam Little, kicker at Arkansas, was the Special Teams Player of the Week. Isaiah McGuire from Missouri, the Defensive Lineman of the Week. Caleb Warren and Darian Kennard from Ole Miss and Kentucky were the offensive linemen of the week. And Caden Costa, the place kicker from Ole Miss, was the freshman of the week. Let's see. Ken says Ben's right. Can tell Tillman is annoyed. Respectful, but still annoyed after the game. Kessler interviewed him and constantly talked about how he's improved, how he only had eight catches last three years, et cetera. Uh, Tillman just said he knew he could do uh, well all along. That he just needed an opportunity that he hadn't been given previously, so and we we the part, media that's part of it, man. It, uh, yeah, it is. But like I, I had this recognition yesterday of we the media need to be better because it's the same Cedric Tillman questions every single week. Yeah, I need to, it, it's time to move on. It is time to move on. We're, we're asking the same questions about Cedric Tillman on November 15th that we were asking at the beginning of October when he started to play well. When did you start to see this come from Cedric? What has changed? So on and, and so forth. The same questions recycled over and over to his teammates, to Josh Heupel, to the assistant coaches, to Tillman himself. It's, it's time to move on. I, I realize it's an awesome story, but it's, it's been talked about plenty in terms of him emerging now let's find a different angle. But it's but it's like it's okay that it was talked about because you got different media platforms, and this is part of being a athlete at Tennessee. Just because you know a different guy asked you, or different you know media outlet wanted to you know highlight your your progress, you have to understand that there's like seventy different media outlets here, and that's one of the advantages of playing in a place like Tennessee. So, yeah, you might get annoyed, but you got to take it in stride on one hand. The other hand is media. We have to understand the shelf life. All right. Like, he's here. He's here, and he's one of the best players at the wide receiver position in the SEC. So, let's, let's treat him like that moving forward. But then, don't be surprised if Tennessee plays in a bowl game and – you're looking for storylines. Don't be surprised if Cedric Tillman's rise won't come back to be a storyline. Why? Because that's going to be new to that group of analysts. So he's going to hear it. He just he, he needs to go ahead and embrace it. Because I'll guarantee you, once he gets to the NFL combine, 
and he's talking to GMs and talking to scouts, he's going to be asked about it again. He needs to embrace it. It's what makes his story great. It really does. When Baker Mayfield was doing his thing in Oklahoma, how many times do you think he was asked about being a walk-on at, a at Texas Tech? I'm sure he's still asked about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, so you just, you just have to continue to embrace it. Media has to uh, also understand when and where. Like the local media, we know about his story already. We've asked him questions about it. I've asked him about it on the locker room. Next time I have Cedric Tillman on something, I, I'm not going to beat that dead horse. But the national media, you better believe that when Tillman is highlighted, they're going to bring it up again, just like Hendon Hooker. Remember Hendon Hooker when we had Tennessee Prime, the local media, talking about his, his children's book, talking about how he didn't start the season. And then last week, guess who comes into town? Marty Smith, ESPN. So guess what they asked him? Probably the same stuff that we asked him two, three, four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how it works. Um, oh, yeah, Byron Young, too. That's a good one, always, Vol. Byron Young. They mentioned his story, you know, during during the broadcast. We had him on Prime a couple weeks ago. So you have to, you have to embrace it, you know, as a player. Um as well, also, I understand how you can get, you know, you can, you know, you can be a no with the same questions over and over and over. But you got to handle it in stride, man. Be thankful that, you, that you're making plays and balling and, and you have the platform to talk to so many people. That's the way I would look at it. Ken says, Prude is the last guy to get any credit for Tillman. <laughs> Look, all I all I'm I took you. from Ken this morning. I'm with you, kid. All, all I took from Ken this morning were the first two words of his message at 7:36 a.m. 7:36, 7:36. First two words. Ben's right. That's all I took from it. Oh, Ken rarely says that. Eight <laughs> <laughs> Hour number one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Be right back. work can call in don't feel bad you can talk to the guys on the text box it's part of the free swain event app top 100 barbecue restaurant dead end barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality q dead end makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from chow now for pickup or if you don't feel like leaving the house then have dead end barbecue delivered right to your door by loco knoxville or bite squad Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. 
Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and social security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Hey, it's Men's Health Month. So make sure to get all your levels tested with a comprehensive annual health assessment at Low T Center. They exclusively specialize in men's wellness. Low T Center now offers monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for just $155 a month, self-pay, or is covered by most health insurance. And they ship directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Don't remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com. Attaboy on the Swain event is brought to you by Iris Networks, Fiber Internet, and Voice. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. All right, Ben. Bring on that positivity this morning. That's good stuff on the text box, too. But where are you going for your Attaboy, girl today? I uh, have two things that I would like to mention. The first, we'll start with Tennessee football. Because the 2021 Broyles Award nominees were announced yesterday. And for those who do not know, the award, the Broyles Award, after Frank Broyles is awarded to the top assistant in college football every single season. And as I mentioned, this year's nominees were announced yesterday. And Tennessee defense coordinator Tim Banks was one of the nominees. So Let's go, Tim Banks. That's right. Add a boy to your my boy brother, Tim. Hey, what's up, brother? Hey, what's up, brother? How you doing, brother? <laughs> <laughs> I will, brother. How are you doing, brother? Hey, brother. Uh, my guy Tim Banks. Hey, brother. Up for the Broyles Award, and he certainly deserves it. I know the last two games uh, yeah. have been rough on the Tennessee defense, but I still feel like he has squeezed more out of this defense 
than I ever could have imagined. We understand, Tim. We saw that go route from the linebacker. We know what you're dealing with, brother. You're doing your thing, man. He was a running back. You are doing your thing. You are doing your thing. Uh, also want to give an add a girl to the Lady Vols for beating number 23 South Florida last night. Overcame a six-point deficit entering the fourth quarter to beat South Florida. 52-49. They are now 3-0 and on the season. And in my opinion, it is a very impressive 3-0 and start to the season because of all the injuries that they are having to deal with. And not just the injuries, but you had to go on the road on a Friday night to UCF and, and you beat them. And then you return home to face the top 25 team. And here's a little Butch Jones for you. Three games in six days, which is certainly something. Certainly more than what Butch wanted to, to talk about with his football team. Three, three basketball games in, in six days is pretty significant. And here's the difference. I am mentioning it. The Lady Vols are not talking about it. They're, 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 there's a big difference. So uh, when, you, when you combine the opponents and the injuries and the amount of g- games right out, out of the gate, I think it's a really impressive 3-0 start for the Lady Vols. Now, the offense has not looked good, but they've been able to win via the defense. Uh, Jordan Horston helped lead the comeback, scoring 12 of the 14 points for Tennessee in the fourth quarter. She tied a career high with 24 points, had nine rebounds, four assists, and a pair of steals. Uh, Tabari Key dominated in the paint. She had 10 rebounds and blocked six shots uh, and posted her fifth double-double with 10 points in her first this season. So uh, congrats to the Lady Vols on a nice win. I like it. I like it. This is a pretty cool story right here. Uh, Pittsburgh wide receiver, and we we got a up-close personal look at him. Um, but his mom, this is Jordan Addison, gets good news from his mom after he was named to the Belitnikov semifinalist list. And um, Keisha Blackman is his mom. And uh, when Pat Darduzzi got word Monday that wide receiver Jordan Addison has been named to the award list, the first call he made was to the woman who made it possible. That's right, Mama. She was screaming on the phone, excited. Um, I said, do you want me to tell him or do you want to call him? When Keisha mentioned her son might be too busy to call to answer her call, Narduzzi found Addison in a meeting with the wide receivers coach and told the player, Hey, call your mother. Did she call you? Marduzzi said. He says, yeah. She texted me. Of course, right? 2021. Narduzzi told him, give her a call. Finally, the news reached Addison. So mom was able to break that news to her son that he had been named as a semifinalist on the Belitnikov watch list. So pretty awesome, awesome Moment there for son and mom. 865-255-03. We have some breaking news this morning. Dun, 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 dun. Some some college football breaking news. Justin Fuente has been fired at Virginia Tech. Oh, he's going to be at next analyst at Alabama. So we got (laughs) – I'm just joking. I don't know that. He can come be an analyst here in Knoxville. He could. Yeah, good offensive mind. 
Um, so we have LSU job. We have USC job. Looks like that Miami job might be coming open too because they fired their AD, which means new AD is probably going. Huh? Manny Diaz. Yeah, that means the new AD probably going to want their own coach, but we won't put that on the list right now. But you have TCU, LSU. You also have Washington is on that list. Washington Huskies. So those are four jobs that off the top of my head I can think of being open. And Miami's a possibility. Do you think Virginia Tech and then Virginia Tech obviously goes out and tries to get Shane Beamer? Has Shane Beamer if you are Virginia Tech, has Shane Beamer done enough for you to this point? No. What I has agree. he done? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like I like Shane Beamer, but I mean, but is it too early to go get Shane Beamer if you're Virginia? It's Tech? too early. But if he's good enough for South Carolina, then he's good enough for Virginia Tech. Yeah, I think I think the favorite to go to Virginia Tech is Jamie Chadwell. You think so? Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of Shane Beamer chat on social what, media. That's what I'm hearing. Jamie Chadwell, I can see that, but Jamie Chadwell has done more than than Shane Beamer, and you're you you okay over there? My, you got asthma? You good? My my only thing that I would say to that is that Shane Shane Beamer has won SEC games and exceeded expectations this year. Jamie Chadwell, well, what what conference are they in? I don't even know the conference. Are they in the Coastal? He has done more as a head coach than than I agree than Shane Beamer. I would just he, say that you getting caught up on that last name. No, I'm, I'm I'm well. I'm getting caught up on the last name in the sense of I do think there will be pressure at Virginia Tech for Beamer to be one of the candidates, one of the top candidates. But in in I and I'm not saying that Virginia Tech should go get Shane Beamer. I'm asking. Will they go get Shane Beamer? Because if I'm Virginia Tech, I don't want Shane Beamer because I agree with you. I don't think he's done anything. And like I, I don't think he's been all that impressive this year. He beat a Florida team that's quit on his coach. That's the only thing he's done this year. If if I'm Shane Beamer, I know it would be hard for him to leave a school after one year. But if I'm Shane Beamer, it would be easier to win probably at Virginia Tech oh, than, than South Carolina. I'm I'm – if I'm running like Forrest Gump to Virginia Tech, if if I'm Shane Beamer, if he has an opportunity, but deal with Clemson, you always Florida, or be Georgia? in the shadows of your dad, though. I don't care, Clemson, I mean, Florida, Georgia. You don't have to deal with all three of them in the same year. And Tennessee, if Tennessee gets back, hey, Arthur Smith care. Some hey, some 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 sons don't want to follow their dad's path. They want to they want to create their own. But Shane Beamer is corny enough to where it would matter for him. I mean, you didn't want to be Sergeant McKee, did you? I always signed up for the military. You want to create your close. you want to create your own path. So, but yeah, I've I've heard Jamie Chadwell's name being. He would be to. a good hire for them. Mm-hmm. I think Jamie Chadwell is better than Shane Beamer. Don't get it twisted. I'm just saying, I, I do wonder how Jamie Chadwell will translate to a Power Five conference. I think he'll do fine. But Shane Beamer is also an SEC football coach. Yeah. Jamie Chadwell is not. Ken says, "Check the tape two days in a row." That he said Ben is right. <laughs> check the tape. Check the tape. I'm sure I'll say something stupid here momentarily. Give it a minute. Hour two is coming up. Oh, here's some good stuff. 
Volfan says T was our last coach, talking about T. Martin as our last wide receiver coach. Probably not best to mention T, uh, Tillman's comments about the last staff, since that includes T. Nobody on that staff was good last year, and we understand why. I mean, it was a, it was it was a dumpster from the top down, and it doesn't mean that we had bad coaches. Like I, I understand why the assistant coaches did not perform the way they had in the past. I get it. But look at some of Pruitt's, you know, former assistant coaches. They good. They all coaching somewhere else. Except for the tight ends coach, Osevet. I don't know where he is, but T's in the NFL. Um, you know, Rump is with the Bears. I mean, everybody's good. So, hour two coming up. <laughs> 